Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this Xbox Life episode 489, code name Scarlet. I am Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me is my bestie Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. Hello. Uh, thank you for joining us. You can watch and listen live every week on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube, Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. So let's jump into it. Rob, what have you been playing? Nothing. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. He's been playing no. nothing. <laughs> no, I've been playing Fortnite primarily. Uh, just a whole bunch of Battle Royale and Save the World. Uh, looking forward to getting pretty far, hopefully, in this season. It's going to end, I think, in less than four weeks. Got pretty far. Looking forward to the next one. That's uh, about it. So you uh, are playing you? Save the World? Yeah, a little bit. Uh I was sort of ignoring it at first, you know, just playing it like here and there, but yeah. uh, getting more into it in particular, just because you get V-Bucks. <laughs> and uh, I, I need V-Bucks. I'm not quite sure if I'm going to make it all the way to tier 100 in the season pass, in the battle pass, rather. Right. So I might use V-Bucks on the last day to buy the last tiers. So, because I, I want to get, uh, I want to get the skin for level one hundred. Nice. Cool. But yeah, yeah. The uh, so one thing that I find really annoying about Save the World is when you're playing, and I don't know if because I think it's been a while since you played, right? I uh, yes, it has been. Yeah, because uh, I know I know you played it a lot early on, and I think that was even before Battle Royale came out, right? Yes, Just yeah, first Save the World out. came yeah. out first. Yes. So, I don't know if it was like that back then, but I'd say fairly regularly, not every game, but fairly regularly, people will join in on your game, right? You know, because you get points and stuff for helping other people, right? In their challenges, whatever you want to call them. So you get V-Bucks and stuff. People will join the match and not do anything. That yeah. is really freaking annoying. And uh, out of like the last maybe five games, it's happened at least twice. Wow. And, uh, you know, it, it's not a very hard game, but no. still. It gets harder. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It gets harder. Absolutely. Yeah, because, uh, you know, already, you know, some of those, you know, require a lot of effort <laughs> to fight <laughs> off. But but still, it's just, you know, on some, you know, the dudes are off doing stuff, you know, not even Karen, not even Karen to protect the Atlas or whatever. Right. It's like, come on, really? It's I, I know why they're doing it, because they're getting into the game. As long as they stick it out, they get all the rewards at the end. Right. Right. So doesn't mean that they have to participate. That's you know, it's kind up. of like, yeah, it's kind of like if you, if you join in on this cooperative thing and everybody gets the same at the end, the same rewards, why technically, why should they do anything? They could just join the game and I don't know, you go can off kick and make them, a though, sandwich. Right? I think you can kick them. Really? Hmm. I'm pretty sure you can. Cause if they've come into your game, I do believe you have the ability to kick. 
consider them sure. kicked from every game <laughs> now on. That's you know, I really hadn't considered that. I didn't really think about it, but I will just boot every one of those people I, out. I think and it's been a while, but I think if you go into like under the pyramid or wherever the little machine is at where you like start your match there there's oh, no, options there okay but i think that's where you can go in and kick if needed but you just need I'm... to you just need to get with me so we had a question about what is save the world like and um this is from eli monster one two three is asking what's what's save the world like so it's it's a really long story driven game um i know i played for a long time and i i just finished the first world or the first area what is it plankerton or something like is that the yeah, name of the first I, section or stone world or something like that but maybe. i did get to yeah. the second one but it was like it's as far as i got because i spent so many hours in that first area I do want to go and I did enjoy it, but basically you're running around and you'll get areas to protect. But like bef before the event happens of whatever you had to protect or whatever your mission is to do, you run around, around uh, blah, 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 blah. You end up running around um, like using your pickaxe to take trees down, pickaxe at rocks, cars, buildings, because you're grabbing material, um, steel and wood and bricks and stuff. And then basically, you, you know, you're getting ammo, you're getting weapons, um, all these different things. And then you go toward when you find the mission area on the map, then you might need to protect something. And you, so you're going to build a fort yeah. with traps and stuff. And then like these zombies are going to come after trying to tear it down. And you're fighting to defend that, that area that you're protected. It's a lot of fun. Um, the game right now costs money to buy. Um, it, it's a $60 game, or you can buy a, been up to like 150 dollars 40 i think the base is the base 40 the base game is 40 i think it's okay. 39.99 okay so 40 bucks for the base game but it is the last when this came out they stated it was going to be free to play at some point this year but i haven't heard anything about that so i don't know if it's still going to go free to play but i imagine that it will but um, it is a fun game, and it was something I didn't expect to like, and I ended up, yeah. I was watching somebody on Twitch play it, and I started asking questions in about it, and I was like, this actually looks interesting. So I bought the, like, cheaper version, the cheapest version of it, and the next thing I know, I ended up buying the, paying the extra, like, 80 bucks to get the $150 version, which Rob ended up getting a copy of the game, and Brun got a Thank copy you. of the game, because you. you get two copies of it when you buy that extra, you know, but... It's fun. I like it, Rob. If you're playing, dude, send me a shoot me an invite. So, yeah. uh, hit me up. Yeah. So I think so. Fortnite Save the World, I think, is very similar to some degree to Minecraft, for example. Oh, I would not say that. No, no, it, it is. <laughs> and, and and hear me out here. So, Minecraft. I really wasn't getting it. And then, you know, I watched a lot of shows that my son would watch. You know, I, I didn't watch all of them, but I, I sort of hear them in the background. And then once you start playing it, there's an appeal to it. And it's really, I, I can't really put my finger on it, but there's, there's some interest to it, at least for me, 
to doing some exploration for building your home base because when you play survival mode you got to come back to the base you got to have somewhere to sleep throughout the night because otherwise you get attacked and and so forth so you're looking for resources you're building things and and like i said there's some interest to it from that respect so fortnite is very similar i think where when you look at it you're like this is kind of lame i really don't get it you know you're just collecting stuff building is hard but once you start playing it there is that appeal again you know it's like you know what kind of base am i gonna build you know because every time you play it's a little different because you spawn you know the stuff spawns in different areas the monsters come from different directions and then you get like clever things or like you know i'll use my materials and i'll build like a bridge over here and you know i can use that to peck them from above and you know that's there's there's just like building, resource collecting, defending. Like it's it's like a really nice mix of all of those, along with leveling up. That is that is oddly appealing, and it's it's definitely got the recipe for an interesting game, and and a long term game. I think more so yeah. than than some of these other games. You know, uh, you know, I don't know if COD or Battlefield is a good example, but a lot of these games where you kind of like just play them, you know, it's a one and done. Yeah. Where just run through it once for five, six hours, whatever it is, and you're done. You don't want to touch it again. But there's that, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's procedurally generated, but every level is different. You know, every game is a little different and it has different things for you to find. And in Save the World, it's, it's funny. There's comedy to it. There's yeah. Ray. The robot. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, once in a while she says something. That, I mean, it's funny. It just <laughs> it just makes me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fun game. It really is. It's uh, I've enjoyed it, and I actually was. It was kind of funny you brought it up because I was thinking about that. I think last night or this morning. Like, man, I haven't played that in a long time. Yeah. Um, I need to go back. So, I'll we'll have to we'll have to play together, Rob. So. Yeah, and I, and I find I keep going back and forth. You know, I'll play some Save the World, then I'll go into the Battle Royale. And even the Battle Royale, it's it's made a little more interesting by doing the Battle Pass. Because with the Battle Pass, you have challenges um, that you're trying. Oh, they're, maybe they're called something else. No, I think they're, yeah, something challenge. Anyway, you have goals to attain. Like you might want, you might need to get like three kills in Flush Factory, or you need to open seven chests in Risky Reels. Those are actually two real um, challenges for the current season. But you know, it gives you something to attain rather than just I'm just gonna drop into the map and shoot everybody. Yeah, it's kind of boring. I mean, that gets boring after a little while. <laughs> so you know, they they keep adding extra things and giving you like new things to achieve and and that makes it more interesting so i I think epic actually did pretty good with this i mean it was definitely a bigger hit than uh what paragon or whatever that game was that uh didn't make it oh yeah there's a new one that looks that's getting some popularity and it looks just like fortnite it's called realm Realm Royale. royale yeah and it, I, I saw it the other day, and I was like, during E3, and I was like, 
well, this looks like Fortnite, but it doesn't. Like, I could tell it, you know, it has the like, same look, like the characters yeah. are cartoonish. But I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't quite look right. And it turns out it's a different game. But yeah, it's like, wow, talking about ripping off a game. I mean, they even took the game, the style, like the cartoonish part. And yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow. But, yeah, one thing that's funny about that game is I've had the pleasure of seeing a bunch of the uh, YouTubers <laughs> playing it as, as my son's watching it. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a little bit of a different take. It, it's sort of like medievalish compared to Fortnite. You know, it's definitely got, you know, knights and, you know, horses and, and different things. And, They've changed it up a little bit, and then instead of getting knocked down, so in Fortnite, you're, like, crawling on hands and knees when you get knocked down uh-huh. before somebody eliminates you. In Realm Royale, you turn into a chicken. <laughs> I saw like the running. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's It makes me out there. So there's a couple of things in these games that just make me laugh every time. So in Fortnite, I just... It just cracks me up when somebody does the boogie bomb. Did you ever see that, Mark? The the, the, the what? Boogie the boogie bomb. No. So, it or boogie grenade, I think. Or anyway, it it makes you stop holding your weapon and you start dancing like dance fever, and you have a disco ball <laughs> above your head. <laughs> so basically it prevents you from fighting back for a couple seconds. Oh, that's funny. But I mean, it just cracks me up. You see them like doing their like little, you know, finger pointing with John Travolta from Saturday Night Live. There's that thing. And then, oh, I can't remember what the other thing was now. Anyway, those two, those, the one thing I told you about and then the mystery thing that I'm drawing a blank on right now, they crack me up all the time. And I love the chicken. The chicken, the chicken in, in Realm Royale, yeah. So it's it's cute. But yeah, uh, save the world, good stuff. And I, and, it, and I and I think Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but even though it's $40, you're actually not paying for the game. Technically, you're buying stuff, right? Isn't that the premise of it? You're actually you're buying You're getting Yeah, I think you're getting a lot of stuff because right now you like you're getting the founders stuff, so you're getting stuff that it's people like llamas, won't get yeah. when they start the game. But Xbox mute, sorry about that. Um, I actually just booted up, and the the save the world mode is also another difference is it's PVE instead of PVP, which is what the battle royale is. So right. that's that's another big point of it. Um, if you if you don't like the PvP of Battle Royale, then but you still like the idea of Fortnite, then you can get the original game, and it is PVE. So, Ooh, yeah. I just unlocked a powered laser rifle. Ooh, epic! That's cool. There's like so much stuff in here too. For what? There's just so many. Like I haven't been in here for so long. I got all these free llamas and oh and yeah, the yeah. one just went to a oh this one just went up to a gold llama. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like it and that stuff. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, check out the game. You'll understand what it is about llamas, but we've spent too much time on this. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so what have you been playing? I've been playing Gems of War. 
um, which is awesome. Old standby. Do I want a legendary sniper schematic or a legendary shotgun schematic? Mm. I'm going to go shoddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing Gems of War. We do have, I think, one or two, two more available slots in the clan if you wish to join. Um, I've also been playing this little game called Clash Royale. I don't know if you've heard of it, Rob. Oh, I might have mentioned it once or twice. <laughs> An episode for the past two years. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm stuck on that too. Uh, been playing oh, yeah. that. You, you got me freaking hooked on the darn it's, thing. It's good. It's <laughs> for me. It's the only game that has really stood the test of time. I've been playing it for about two and a half years. <laughs> Nothing else have I ever played even close to that long. But yeah. it's good. And uh, yeah, Wing and I are in a clan called Justice Clan. We have spots open if people want to join. I think we got room for about 20 more players. So look it up. Oh, I just got another gold llama. This is incredible. Oh, nice. It's probably giving me a bunch of gold because I've been gone for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, I played Far Cry 5. The Vietnam DLC is out. I did play that. If you... Our season pass holder, it's available. Uh, you can buy it separately if you're not a season pass holder. This is uh, completely separate. has nothing to do with the main game. But by completing this DLC, you actually can... Um, you actually... Like the weapons and vehicles. So like you'll get that stuff that you, you'll earn like rewards in this DLC that you can take back into the main game. So like the Vietnam helicopter and some weapons and... There's outfits and stuff that you can take into the main game uh, that is available. Um, the game, if you're going to play it and you want all the achievements, you will have to play it through three times um, at a minimum because there's three different modes to the game. Uh, one is like normal, I think. The other is survival, and the last one's like action movie. Uh, and the difference is basically... The, the normal, you get to carry, like, three weapons. The survival, I think you're down to two plus your pistol. And then the action movie is pretty much, like, open. It, it's You get you can call in airstrikes at any time, um, even if there's anti-aircraft uh, emplacements in the area, you can still call in airstrikes. There is an achievement in the game that is to kill 25 people with airstrikes. Be aware that, that that one does require you to do it all in one playthrough. So you're you're going to want to get that done in one playthrough. That does not carry across. Uh, but it's a fun DLC, and I, like, I kind of like that it's separate from the regular game. It just gives you more Far Cry, but with a different, you know, uh, scenario. And they got two more coming out. One's going to take place on Mars, I believe, and then another one's going to be a zombie one. So that's what's coming up. Um, I also played Fallout 4 because this was added to Game Pass. And I'm like, well, I'll give it a shot and see what it's what it's like. Um, What can I say? It's... I don't know. I, I tried, I think, Fallout... I tried Fallout 3 as well in the past and I couldn't get very far into it. And I, just don't think I'm going to be going back to this one. 
Um, I want to play it. And the reason I want to play it is because I also played Fallout Shelter. I added this. I bought. I got this because they announced at E3 that it was free for the Switch. So I was like, hey, there's a game I can put on my Switch. And I ended up really liking it. And then Rob told me the last time we were recording, he's like, hey, buddy, uh, it's on Xbox. And I was Forever. like, with achievements? And he's like, probably. And so I went and looked. Sure enough, it was out there for free. And I can't stop playing that game. I, I'm are hooked on that like crazy. The there are achievements. Okay. There are achievements. And uh, it, it's a super fun game, man. I'm like addicted to it. This this thing is good. It's really good. So if you haven't... And I, don't, I haven't even played Fallout. Like I said, I've tried the Fallout games and I didn't like them. This one's a lot of fun. Um... So I do recommend Fallout Shelter. But that's what I've played this week. Um, and if you're wondering, if the, for those of you watching and you see like the Nike shoes in the background, uh, those are Xbox. They're, oh, I didn't pull, I deleted the article. But basically, these, these shoes were Xbox branded Michael Jordan, Air Jordans uh, that were at E3. So... I really want these. They're green and black, and I guess the bottom even glows like the Xbox green. And there's a there's a Xbox logo on the inside, and they're just really good looking Jordans. Um, I really want a pair. <laughs> so, if you guys, I know Foot Locker sells them, but uh, or at least they sell Air Jordans. I don't know who else does, but um, if you guys see them and anybody buys a pair, let us know. So. I, I'm I'm actually actively keeping my eye out for them. <laughs> they look really cool. But anyways, you can support us on Patreon by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. And uh, we really appreciate our patrons. Um, if you do choose to be a patron, you will get uh, bonus episodes each week. Um, that's uh, And it's just, uh, there's a separate feed uh, for, for patrons. And you will get the regular show as well as the bonus content as well and you can become a patron for as little as one dollar a month doesn't take a lot but we're doing the bonus shows as a as a uh, as a thank you for those who do um support us each and every month if you'd like to do a, this uh one-time donation you can go to the sexboxlife.com forward slash donate uh and again none of this is expected but it is appreciated uh, be sure to also subscribe to our channels on twitch mixer and youtube all right so we're going to jump into let me turn my images back on. And we're going to jump into the round table. So, Rob, get get us back. The Microsoft is adding the Are you well, let me ask this. Are you in the Windows Insider program? Yes. And have so you're familiar with the skip ahead? Are you are, mm. are you familiar with the skip ahead feature of the in Windows Insider program? maybe can you okay. elaborate well i'm not that familiar with but it does say as it does with the windows 10 insider preview microsoft is adding a skip ahead option for those in the xbox or oh boy i just can't talk tonight the xbox insider program um, our community is always eager to preview new features apps and games in the pursuit of helping make xbox an even better place to play to further this effort and borrow a concept from our friends with the windows program namely branching our alpha ring to the RS4 and RS5 builds simultaneously. Um, Xbox being Xbox, this addition is being handled. Great, my Xbox just went to the store. 
is being handled differently than it is with Windows, where skip ahead isn't a ring, but rather an opt-in program for those in the fast ring. On Xbox, a new alpha skip ahead ring is being added to the already somewhat confusing Xbox ring structure, but it does at least work similarly to Windows, and it provides testers, in this case, those with special access, with a way to choose which future Xbox system software release they will test. The next one, RS4, or the one after that, RS5. So alpha skip ahead is, of course, limited to those already in the alpha ring, but Microsoft says it will invite others from lesser rings into the program in the future as well. So I guess I guess I'm in a lesser ring because I'm only in the uh, what the Bravo ring, or I think it's called oh, Bravo. Was, alpha, so, Bravo, Charlie, and Delta, I think is what they call them. Yeah, so I was looking at uh, my Windows 10, and I'm stuck in the active development for Windows ring, whatever that is. I think that's the normal one, maybe. And skip ahead uh, is apparently closed. So I can't run it on, on this system. Because when you go skip skip ahead to the next Windows release, I see skip ahead is now closed. Sorry, Charlie. It doesn't say that. I said that. So, and then there's fast and slow rings as part of that as well. Well, lately, with some of the stuff they've done, I think I want to get back out. But you can't. It's like you got to, if, if, if you drop out, then you stay at that install that you have. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want that either. Um, so got to stay in it till it gets so stable. And then I might pull, especially my one here at the home, my X is in the program and my S is in the program. And, I don't mind the S yeah. so much, but the X, it's like, I think I just want that to be just, I want that one to be a, uh, just on the most a functioning, best functioning build, I think is the best way to say it. <laughs> Mo better. So, but, uh, all right. So anyways, that's coming. Um, also interesting. So if you guys were paying attention to D3, it, it was announced that, uh, Phil Spencer even announced that Microsoft is working on the next gen of consoles. They're working on the next Xbox already. Wow. Yeah. And um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Ubisoft's Yves Gumay, I don't know how to say his name, but he says that the next console generation will be the last. What do you think of that, Rob? you believe that? I don't know. I mean, I guess it all depends on where the streaming stuff goes. Right. And that's that's what he's getting to. He says that the streaming yeah. will be the future of video games. And, I mean, if it does come down to streaming, then that means we don't need to have, like, the latest hardware. We don't have to keep buying consoles. You know, yada, yada, yada. Right? And but then, it's all at the head end. I mean, all you're doing right. is shifting the hardware from a distributed system with consoles nowadays to centralized. Yeah, yeah. It and it and it, but what it does too is it takes off that the basically the load or the hardware need on our end does put it the does put that need on the infrastructure and the broadband. So the better the games get, I think you're going to have to have better internet. But um, I don't know. That, and if and if the next consoles come out, 
We're going to talk about this in a minute too. But Phil Spencer said 2020. Microsoft's releasing their next console in 2020. So Two years. Yeah. So if, if then it figures, say, if they have another five years, we could be seven to ten years out from, like, being a streaming only or that that being the new thing so that'll be that'll be interesting and i it doesn't surprise me i i movies are streaming like you don't download movies you purchase them like i just bought a couple of movies from uh voodoo i do my i buy my stuff through voodoo um they've been around over 10 years and it's they've been you know pretty well established so i have faith that that they're going to stick around yeah and you have to be careful when dealing with Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give them <laughs> Going anything. From Zune to Groove to whatever. They just keep dropping every product at the drop of a hat. So, yeah, I, I never latched my thing to them. So, uh well, I guess I did originally at Zune and then when they left that went to something else and then left that went to something else. It's like, "No. Nah, I don't trust you." But um yeah, I mean, we we stream I don't well, we don't necessarily stream books, but they're digital. Our music, I mean, I stream almost everything. I now pay for Music Pass, so it's like I don't ever even buy music anymore. It's just, if you want to hear something, I just play it through my pass, right? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we Spotify, Pandora, you know, our, our music, you know, Apple Music, whatever. We don't need to buy physical media anymore. Uh, our movies, I buy movies. I don't buy a physical movie anymore. I just pay a few bucks and... And I instantly can stream it right away. It's just like I don't have to even right. wait for it to download. So um, I think this is a better way, too, plus with bandwidth caps that a lot of people have. <laughs> right, Rob? Yeah. Or or who was it? Was that Stoff J that, oh, I got to look at that. He posted in the Facebook group about <laughs> he hadn't oh, turned yeah. his Xbox on in a while. And he had a ton of stuff waiting to download. And I know you had commented on it, said, "Well, that'll break uh, some bandwidth caps." But yeah, it was like over a hundred games that needed updates. He had like, twenty-four in the queue, and sixty-seven needing an update. Wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this yeah, was yeah, this 100. is stuff, Jay. And <laughs> so that's like you said, that's that's going to take some time to download all that stuff. Even if you've got a fast connection, that's going to be time-consuming. So. You know, and and that can hurt your bandwidth. And we use a lot less when we're streaming stuff. So it'll just be how well does it respond. But you know, here here's Mister, you know, the guy from Ubisoft saying, one more generation of consoles of hardware, and then that's it. So we shall see. Well, you know, that's definitely I don't think the case with Nintendo. You know, they're still going to make their handhelds. You know, I, I think he's really talking about possibly Microsoft and Sony. Yeah. Only. Well, Microsoft did confirm that uh, not only did, uh, let's see, they did confirm that they're working on the next-gen console, which has got the code name of Scarlet. Um, that, that's why we named our show Scarlet. That's the code name for the new Xbox. Um, and they also talked about a new game streaming service. He said that the company's cloud engineers are working to bring console quality games streaming to any device. Microsoft already allows in-home game streaming with its Xbox console. 
and the Xbox app on the PC, and the streaming service is a natural extension of that experience. It's also not hard to imagine that the streaming service will be linked to Xbox Game Pass as well. Um, I know we talked about in our E3 show about EA doing this, and they were actually demoing it there at E3. Um, and even they said it's a, it's still a ways from prime time, but we know Microsoft's big in the cloud. They just bought, a, there was a couple weeks back, we talked about them purchasing, uh, a, a, It was a, I thought it was, if I recall right, it was a gaming company, but geared towards cloud. They're right here in Seattle, and I forgot, forgot who that was. But they are investing in that, so yeah, maybe one more piece of hardware. And it was interesting because Phil said the next family of xboxes so it was weird the way he said it you know it was like there's going to be more than one so that maybe you know it's like so then i'm wondering are they going to have maybe they're going to release a streaming device like if you guys remember on live that was like a little box like a little tiny box that you hooked up to your tv and it streamed everything i mean they've had streaming for a long time Sony's doing it. They bought Gaikai, and you know that was a kind of competitor to OnLive. But I remember being on OnLive for a bit, checking it out. You could watch other people play their games. You could, you know, sure. play games. It was a subscription service, so it's been around already. This isn't new technology, but it just needs to be improved and perfected. And Microsoft is huge in cloud, so. Oh yeah, in the business maybe- world. Yeah, and maybe when they release the new ones, maybe that'll be the start. They'll have, like, here's the next Xbox. But also, if you don't want to buy the $500 piece of hardware, you can buy this $50 box and stream it. I mean, why not? You know, what better way to introduce it? By putting yeah. it out there is, you know, because, I mean, think about it. Like, And that would work. You got your Fire TVs and your, what is the Chromecast and you know, stuff like that. It's just it's just a USB dongle you plug into your TV, hook up to your wireless, boom, you're done. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? And think about it. If you're logged into Xbox through the dongle, I could take that USB cable and one controller with me on the road, plug it into the back of the TV, connect it to the hotel Wi-Fi, and I can play my good. games, <laughs> anything in my library. I would be able to stream yeah. it. No longer have to carry a physical console with me. Dude, that'd be awesome. So you're really limited on how good your bandwidth is then. Yeah, pretty much. You could plug that into a Surface tablet or plug it into a laptop tablet as you're on the road. Mm-hmm. You carry a controller and a USB thumb drive, and there you go. Or not a thumb drive, but a, a, a dongle. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. So, And then maybe they'll do that and offer that as... Here's your chance to jump on it. And, and you know, a lot of people will probably go the route of the traditional console, but people like, I would buy the traditional and that smaller device just for the road. And I'd be one of those to be happy to test it out. Sure. Well, absolutely. And I think that'd be a great way to introduce that, like put them both out there. So you got a very inexpensive option, you know, or you can stick with the traditional hardware for another generation. So... That'd be cool. It'd be interesting to see what happens. No, yeah. I mean, it definitely would. You know, I'd be a little leery of, like, the first gen, the first go at it. But, you know, the second release or third release, I think they'd nail it. 
So you know, have you know, definitely have like entry level, like uh, you know, instead of having S and X, where S is your entry level, and then the Xbox One X is the premium. Have this be the entry level, fifty bucks, hundred bucks. You know, it gets you in the ecosystem. You know, you might not have the full on four K, but you have your library anywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of games. You know, it. If I could play a game when I'm traveling or I'm on the road, I could play it on my Surface or something like that. I don't need that. Your your mobile gaming, just having the ability to play it, is you know, right. in that case, would be would be great. So. Um, just a quick out to Acronis the Wolf. Yes, we the chat is up. We do try to watch it. I know you've been talking and asking if we are reading it. Um, we we won't be discussing anything about PlayStation because we we don't we talked about it last week, and you probably if you're a PlayStation person you would not like what I had to say. <laughs> but um, we are geared mainly to Xbox, and that's all we're gonna talk about tonight. But um, we do read and we try to respond when we can, but we do have a, we are running a show and a script and we're working our way through that, but we do try to check in and feel free to ask questions uh, pertinent to what we're talking about. Um, and thanks for, thanks for joining and please don't leave. We don't hate Sony, but I hated their press conference. <laughs> um, all right. So the next thing that I was going to bring up, oh, so kind of on that same note, um, Phil Spencer also stated that the future of Xbox is on every device possible. Um, he believes uh, that the future of Xbox is letting consumers play games on every device possible. He explained why gaming will be eventually be moving away from hardware with the new focus being solely on players instead of devices. Our focus is on bringing console quality games that you see on TV or PC to any device. Spencer also thinks having developers tethered to making games for a specific platform like Xbox One can be limiting. The best way to reach as many players as possible is to let the consumers play and stream games on any device they want, whether it's on a phone or a new console. Um, I want to see the creators that I have relationships with reach all 2 billion people who play games and not have to turn their studio into something that makes match three games rather than story-driven single-player games. That, because that's the only way to reach a bigger platform. That is our goal, to bring high-quality games to every device possible on the planet. So again, it's pointing right back to streaming. And, yep. you know, we've got the Xbox app on our phone. Why not? I mean, they could simply just say, boom, there you go. Your library is available. You can play it on your phone if you want, you know. A lot of stuff obviously wouldn't work that well right now, but <laughs> you know, um, I mean, we can we can sort of do it to a limited fashion right now, right? Where you can stream, but it has to be from your Xbox to the local network, right? Yes. You just can't do it remotely. So we have it to some degree, and it's isolated just at your at your house. But it, I mean, it works okay. Yeah, I've done it before. I did it yesterday. I was on Horrible Gamers, and they, they had asked me to hop on, and I joined them for a bit. I was actually sitting here streaming to my one monitor while I was podcasting, and I was playing Gems of War. <laughs> nice. So, 
but like if I when I was dabbling with streaming on Mixer, but I wanted to be sitting at my PC so I could have the camera and the mic set up, I'd stream the game there from the Xbox to my PC and then out to Mixer or to Twitch or to who you know to YouTube or whatnot. Um, yeah, but so yeah, the streaming capability is there, and I use it. I use it quite often. Um, on okay, so the next thing I had was you know we every year. I talk about, yep, this is going to be the year they, that Microsoft announces VR coming to the Xbox. Well, Microsoft has no plans to bring virtual virtual reality or mixed reality to the Xbox. And Interesting. Well, it makes sense. If you look at their future plans, they're wanting to stream console quality games to every device. Now, that every device possible could be VR headsets, but it doesn't have to be a Microsoft or an Xbox headset. Right. But they're not bringing, they're not planning to bring that hardware to the console. And, you know, I can see it because everybody I know that has ever gotten a VR, and we got, you know, Jonathan, who we've had on our show, he's big into VR. Huge, yeah. You know, he he spends a lot of time around this and, and gets to work with, uh, various companies on on their VR stuff, um, but I think outside of him, <laughs> everybody else I know would say that has used it or has purchased like the PlayStation VR or even VR for their PC. It's not something they do on a daily basis. They 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 try it out, they play it for a little bit when they first get it, and then it just kind of sits there. Um, and I and if it's not going to give you that. And again, Microsoft has talked about, I heard Phil talk about, you know, all the wires coming out of the thing. They don't, you know, that's why I wouldn't like it on top of also having glasses. But, you know, if it was a wireless system that could handle it, then it might be worth it, you know. But to try to push all that wirelessly is obviously not something they can do currently. Otherwise, they would have, would think they'd have the wireless headsets out. But Or the cost is just too expensive and prohibited for some you know for a home user so maybe they're just being smart about it and not going in the hole trying to check a box and i'm glad they're not just checking a box because i i don't want that if it's not going to work or it doesn't add a benefit to the console then then they don't need to do it all right and rob's with his little guy there so i'll keep moving on Um, oh so this last thing that i had was about uh where is it what did i do with it the new preview so uh, we mentioned the alpha and the alpha skip ahead uh, update so they had a recent update on on 615 which is weird because i'm not supposed to be in the alpha program but i have the features on my console already that they're listing um one specifically being the game pass tab so they're saying preview alpha and alpha skip ahead users will notice that the entertainment has been replaced on the dashboard with game pass content both my both my xboxes that are in the beta or bravo ring both have this so i'm like i and that's another thing i'm wondering i've had a lot of issues lately i gotta have to go check and wonder if they moved me to the alpha program because i never volunteered to go to the alpha program but I have this 
Game Pass, and I noticed like I noticed the other day, I was like, where'd my entertainment tab go? And I don't even know how to launch like get to TV now, because that's you used to go with. If you didn't have a Connect, you'd go to the entertainment tab and select. Uh, I think it said live TV or something. There was a box there. It was always there to go to television. And it's like, I was thinking about it now. I'm like, well, you just took that away. I could say, you know, the Xbox commands to make it go there. But what are those people that don't have it? I don't know how they actually would get to TV now. <laughs> so, What about you, Rob? Have you seen this Game Pass tab? Wait, where is this? On your homepage, you know, you got home up at the top. It says home, mixer, community, entertainment, and store. Yeah. Well, the entertainment tab is gone, and it now says Game Pass. And well, it shows you that. all the Game Pass stuff. But that's where you I know. used to go to go to watch TV. <laughs> so I don't know where you go anymore to watch TV. Hmm. I don't know how to launch it. Like, an I, and I'm saying, that. like, if if you don't have um, a, a connect, you know, I can say it with my connect. I can say go go watch this. But if that was unplugged and a lot of people don't have them, how do you get to the television now? It seems like they took that that option out. <laughs> I have no idea. So if anybody in the community knows, without without using connect. I would like to know because it, it seems like they just ripped it out. And that seems kind of weird because this thing has the HDMI, HDMI pass-through. Why would they take out the ability to watch television? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, I might have to hit the forums up and go, uh, how do I do this? <laughs> watch them say, well, unplug your <laughs> pass-through. <laughs> Plug it into your TV. <laughs> Once you watch TV on your TV. Yeah. Don't run it through your Xbox anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, that's there. We'll have to see. Also, Fast Start is now available. Um, the game, Some of the games that now have that are The Flame and the Flood, Fusion Frenzy, Scream Ride, Spelunky, Casey Powell, Lacrosse 16, Dovetail Games, Euro Fishing, The Golf Club. Um, and they're going to light up a quest and a survey, looks like, tomorrow. Um monday for people for feedback so if you're in the inside program and are in the alpha check out your quests and surveys for a chance to level up and they've done a bunch of other stuff but i still just like don't you know game pass tab was the biggest thing and i like it i think it's cool but i want to know where where the tab for entertainment go why did they drop that yeah. how do i watch tv that's what <laughs> I you know a, every everything was broken like a week ago. Oh, it was brutal, dude. Yeah, so maybe they're still getting it back. Maybe it'll be back next update. Who knows? So I'm gonna have to. But my thing is like I wasn't in that preview alpha group. I'm gonna launch it and just see where it says my console is because last I checked, I've been in the the, the Bravo. Never been in the version. And I've got things on my dashboard that they're saying it's only in the alpha ring. So let me check. Yeah, it says this console's in preview beta. beta. I'm not even in the alpha ring. Okay. I'm in the beta ring. So why am I getting 
alpha stuff. That's weird. Because this just came to the alpha, and I've got it on both my boxes that are enrolled in the beta. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that. Yeah. But unless the beta ring is the alpha ring, but I thought there was alpha, beta, delta, and omega. I thought there was four rings total. Who knows? But looks like I'm getting alpha content. <laughs> Thank you, Microsoft. <laughs> all right. That's all I had, Rob. How about from you? Yeah, I don't have anything to add. You pretty much oh, covered everything. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. You should have nabbed a couple of those so I didn't have to do all the talking. No, no, no worries. No worries. I can do my talking here in a little bit. All right. Yeah, we're skipping. Um, we're going to skip the rant this week. I really, uh, I, I did it. <laughs> I did it on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I think I did pretty did. good. Um, yeah, yeah. I just don't have anything. It's been a short week since we spoke, since we recorded, since we did it on Tuesday. But um, we will move forth um, into the community. Um, if you would like to um, leave us a voicemail, go to thesexboxlife.com, click on send voicemail on the right-hand side, and uh, you can send us a ninety up to 90 seconds, right, Rob? Yes. Okay, 90 seconds. And Sith Lord did that for us this week. So let's hear what he has to say. Hey, you guys. Sith Lord 66 here. I was just trying to figure out why Spider-Man is exclusive to the PlayStation 4. Actually, I know Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man, therefore the exclusivity. However, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, The Amazing Spider-Man, and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 were also on the Xbox. So I'm trying to figure out why all of a sudden the exclusivity. Um... I don't mind exclusives. I mean, each console has to have them. It's what sells the consoles. However, just pulling this now doesn't make sense. What do you guys think? What do you think, Rob? Um, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, you know, we had all those before. Now they pulled a Tomb Raider. <laughs> right? Well, no, Sony got Tomb Raider. No, but uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was exclusive on Xbox, right? Nope. Like it was. The first year? Well, they were for the first year, both the first yeah. two Tomb Raiders, but not the next one. So wait, this one is not coming out on Xbox at all? It's not been announced. It's been announced as a Sony exclusive only. Yeah, it'll be out later, I'm sure. I, I don't know about this. You know, <laughs> I look at it this way. Um, Sony is just being... Okay, I, I got to be careful. I'm not on horrible gamers. Well, well, <laughs> they own Spy- Sony, what entertainment? Correct. The movie studio. They own Spider Man. Correct. Um, I think it's just them. They're just fighting back, trying to. I don't know. They're just not playing fair, not playing nice. They don't care about gamers in general. They care about them and their pocketbook and their bottom line. You know, and hey, I, you know, I, I guess that's fine. You know, if that, that's their goal. Um, I, I, you know, they're, they're not allowing cross play uh, with Xbox. They, somebody at Sony's got a bug up their butt about Microsoft, you know, because they absolutely refuse to cross play, allow cross play with the Xbox. And there's nothing, there's no excuse. They have no real excuse. 
because it can be done. It doesn't even require Sony to do anything. Val, uh, not Valve, uh, Epic already proved that one day by flipping a switch and all of a sudden Xbox and PlayStation people were in the same game playing against each other. So, and it, you know, and they just said, oops, and turned it off. So, it, you know, it's like they were just kind of like, yeah, it can be done. It doesn't require Sony to do anything. Um, Rocket League could be done. You know, those guys want it done. The, the developers want it done. Xbox is Nintendo are doing it. You know, uh, you can play Minecraft cross-play with anybody on any platform except Sony. You know, PC, Xbox, Switch, they're all cross-platform. And you can play with people on the Switch, you know? It, it's yeah. And Sony's saying, nope, nope. So they just, I don't know what they're doing. I, I really think they're going to, I think this is going to backfire on them. I think they're going to, they're starting to get real. And now the whole thing with Fortnite. Uh, did you hear what happened with that? What? So Fortnite came to the PS4. Oh, yeah. But because Sony won't allow cross play your if you had a if you had a Fortnite if you had a Fortnite account on the PC or say your Switch or your Xbox and then you went and logged into that same account on the PC or I'm sorry on the PS4 it is now locked to the PS4 and you can't use that account or the contents and all the stuff that you've earned is no longer available on any other platform and you're required to start over on a different platform and so it's not meeting with good response from the community (laughs) so wasn't that sort of a similar situation with the xbox and pc because i remember brun talking about it where you can't use the same like epic account or something like that so you you had to do a separate epic account i think it was he was complaining about that on the PC. My understanding is that is not the case anymore. Like you can you can be on Xbox or Switch. Okay, I'll leave PC out because I'm not 100 percent sure. And Brian he'll have to let us know if that's changed. But what I've read is like you can have an Xbox Fallout or Fallout Fortnite account. You can install Fortnite on your Switch, log into the same account, and it's it's the same. Like your character, all that stuff is there. And you can go back and forth, but if you if you launch that on PlayStation, it locks it from everywhere else. It now makes it an exclusive PlayStation only account that you can't use anywhere else. Right. So it it's really not making people very happy. And you oh, know, no. I, I think that this could, you know, I'm like, wow, this is again, this is this could hurt their own community. You know, the people on PlayStation who might have been playing this on PC and then come over and find out all their stuff is now locked to the PlayStation and they if they want to play it back on PC, it's like, nope, this account's locked to PlayStation. You would have to start a whole new character on PC. And they end up saying, well, I really would rather play it there. Right. You've just lost everything. And, and so and it's like, well, that's Sony's fault. Like, they're hurting their own customers at this point. So... This really, and if they continue with this whole, we're not going to cross play with anybody. We're not going to play nice with anybody. And, and Xbox and Nintendo continue to do it. I I really believe this could impact Sony in the future. People are going to be like, look, this is ridiculous. I want to play with my friends. You know, 
who cares when you go in and play Fortnite? Do you care if you're playing against PC, Switch, or PlayStation people or Xbox? Nope, not at all. It doesn't matter. Who cares? It it really doesn't. And it's for Sony to make this big stand against, and they're only standing against Xbox. Like they have some stuff that like you can play uh, against PC, or they're they're allowing their games to be on the uh, they'll they'll develop like PlayStation games, but that are also like playable on Windows. Like it's the same. It's still Microsoft dummies. Like, <laughs> what's the difference? It just doesn't. It's like I think someone's got a bug up there, but it's Sony, and they're just anti-Microsoft, and they're gonna they're gonna stay that way to the death. And in the meantime, it's impacting their own community, and that sucks. So yeah. But thank you, Sith Lord sixty six, for the email. Uh, it would be great if we got Spider Man. The game does look good. Um, but uh, it looks like if you want to play it, you're gonna have to get a, a PlayStation. So, and they got they do have good games on Sony. I, I you know they do they got some really good exclusives. Um, Last of Us Two looked fantastic. Um, violent, I couldn't believe how violent it was, but it looked really good. Um, you know, and God of War has been phenomenal and looks great. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, not gonna knock them. They got some good stuff there. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. I think I took over your segment here, Rob. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, this is. You take the rest of the community. I'm tired of talking. People are tired of hearing okay. me. Okay. Um, where'd we leave off? Twitter? Or sure. did we finish voicemail? I don't remember if we finished it or not. We did. Okay. So uh, we have a Twitter account. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. Or search for us, uh, this Xbox Life, or at the sub Xbox Life, and uh, we also have a Facebook group. If you're not a member, go search for it on Facebook, or you can go straight there at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. It is a closed group. You have to ask for permission if you're not a member. But the great thing about that, though, is we approve almost everybody except for the spammers. Not allowed. We don't care for them to be part of the group. And you must answer the questions. Yes. So even if you're it's, legit, if you don't answer the questions, it's an instant denial into the group. Right. So. It's not hard. Not hard questions. But uh, it's also a closed group, which basically means that only members of the group get to see your posts in there. So, you know, your your spouse, your employer, whatever, if they're friends with you, they will not see your posts within the group. And then, um, yeah, that's about it for that. This week's retail releases, it's kind of a slow week. Um, this is for oh, the week oh, of... Hold on. What, what, what? Okay, Rob, Rob, Rob. What you got for us today? What you got? What you got? What you got? Give us a list of things that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. Can I go now? You can go now. Okay. For the week of June 19th through the 22nd, which is what, only four days? So, yeah, Tuesday through Friday this week, there's only a couple of games coming out. On June 19th, we have Anima, Gates of Memories, The Nameless Chronicles. We have Heimrich. 
On the 20th, we have Grab the Bottle. On the 22nd, which is the majority of the releases, apparently, Slime Sand Super Slime Edition, Battle Knights, and yet another Zombie Defense HD. So it looks like, uh, for the most part, all indie games. I'm not sure about the Anima game, but the rest of them are screaming indie. For games with gold, we just had the switcheroo here for June, mid-June. For the Xbox One, we have Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. This is going through the entire month. Grab this one. These uh, Chronicles games are pretty good. I played the other two, China and India, and they were a good time. I definitely enjoyed them. And then Smite Gold Bundle is brand new starting, what, yesterday? Yeah, starting Saturday. For the uh, Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility, we have Lego Indiana Jones 2, The New Adventures. The Lego games are usually all great, so I'm sure that this one uh, is no different. And then, as usual, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that on our website, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, and also within the Facebook group up at the top, like one of the first posts in there. Also, if you're an iTunes user, find us within the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. That's a great way to support the show. It just takes you a couple seconds, a couple clicks, and uh, it helps us move up in the ranks and helps more people find out about the show. And then, as Mark mentioned earlier, we stream on Twix. Twix. <laughs> I mixed Twitch and Mixer in the same thing. We, Apparently, I'm hungry. Do we stream on the left side Twix. or the right side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have Mitch and Twix. <laughs> Mitcher, Mitcher and Twix. No, so we stream on Mixer and on Twitch, YouTube, right? And on YouTube, yes. <laughs> so uh, sus- subscribe to us on each and every one of those. And then, uh, as usual, thanks to Learn Your Lesson for the music that we use within the show. And uh, I don't have anything else for this wonderful episode uh, 49. How about you, Mark? I do not. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, And we will be back next week. Yes. And then I'll I'll still be here. But uh, So we'll be back next week with... Four, well, 490. And then uh, we're going to have to start talking about a special thing for episode 500, Rob. We okay. may have to bring Brun back out of retirement. <laughs> he, he might be costly. <sighs> he might be. But it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. So, all right. But uh, we will, if you guys uh, see us online, uh, hit us up. We will be happy to join you for some gamage. And uh, I am Mark A.K. Wingman 709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody.